Welcome to At Home with Hunter. My name is Hunter. Obviously. Welcome to another episode of At Home with Hunter. My name is Hunter. Today I'm hanging out with Mike from Trinity Renovations. We're talking kitchen renovations and what we can do to make those spaces places that we want to spend time, places that we want to cook. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. And um, you're with Trinity, Trinity Renovations. Tell me a little bit about what you guys do. So we have a showroom here in Short Pump. It's a brand new showroom. We were originally based out of Mechanicsville, Virginia, and now we're just moved to Short Pump about two weeks ago. We have a full line of kitchen bathroom displays here. We have everything that you can imagine for a bathroom or kitchen renova renovation. We also actually do the renovation as well, not just the design work. That's awesome. So what parts of that, when we're talking kitchen renovations, do you do everything from flooring to paint to cabinets to backsplash? Like, do you do all of it? Yes, ma'am. We handle all of it, even the design. So we'll come out and measure your space free of charge. We invite you into the showroom. Our showroom consultants here will help you out with all the selections, whether you, you know what you want or you don't. We're here to help any way we can. And then we have um, our crews go out there and renovate your space. But we do everything from start to finish for you. That's awesome. One-stop shop. I like it. <laughs> yes, so I got a few questions um, from my listeners on Instagram and Facebook. Um, one of the questions, and this is kind of a big one, what is the average cost for a full kitchen renovation? Well, that's kind of a tough um, question. To, um, I'll do my best on that. Um, a small kitchen renovation from, you know, um, a tiny kitchen to a large kitchen can start anywhere from 20000 to 200000 So it all depends on what wow. you want or, or what you need. Every home is a little different. And obviously, we all have different personalities. So we want to be able to show off our personality, especially in a kitchen because the, that's where you know everybody is coming to hang out right that's where you congregate i feel like my kitchen is probably one of the smallest rooms in my entire house and that's where everyone wants to hang out all the time is in the kitchen near the food near the beer absolutely so we have we have ways of cutting costs so you know if you're on a tight budget or you have a huge budget we try to meet all needs out here so it's um it's lots of opportunities to um, cut cost and to get exactly what you want. That's where awesome. you're going to help. So what is the most, if I had a limited budget, what is the, the place where I want to or should spend the most chunk of my money? You're, as far as a kitchen goes, you want to spend the majority will actually be in the quality of the cabinets. We want to make sure that you're, you're starting with a good product. If you, if you have cabinets that just aren't holding up well, you, you it doesn't, it doesn't end, end well for you. So we want to make sure that all the cabinets that we put in for you are going to be um, top of the line cabinets. Um, not top of the line price, but just okay. top of the line quality. Okay. We're, we're a dealer of everything we touch. So we can help control the, um, the price market on that for you. So we, cause we, we're buying direct on that. So it does help out with that. Um, but again, we want to start out with a good base um, cabinet that's going to hold up long-term. Okay, cool. Um, and here was a, a really good question that I got from, from a listener because this is something that I think people are concerned about when they're renovating their kitchen. Um, how long does that take and can you still use part of your kitchen or are you just kind of like kicked out of that space 
Like, what do you do logistic logistically? How do you still function as a family when your kitchen's being remodeled? Well, obviously the kitchen is the most difficult space to remodel and make it convenient for life at home. So what we try to do is we try to set up everything um, pretty quickly um, with our installers to where we're, and we're tearing things out. We're actually putting back pretty quickly. So the average kitchen um, to be without a sink, and that's the biggest part is being, that, being, right, being able to wash water. dishes. That's right. So that's, that's difficult. So we um, will try to get that done within two weeks. So it does take time to pull the cabinets out, set the new cabinets, and then we'll do a template of the top. The top has to be an exact fit because we use stone. So okay. we use um, some type of a um, man-made product, whether it be Cambria, Cambria or South Stone or Granite. But again, it's a stone product, so we have to make sure that's exact. But we want to have up and running water for you within somewhere between 10 and um, somewhere between um, 7 and 10 days that you have running water. The actual kitchen project, depending on what you're doing, could take up to 30 days. Okay. Okay. So do people like wash dishes in the bathtub in the meantime? They do all kinds of things. So um, <laughs> we can make sometimes a makeshift sink for you. Um, in order to keep some running water up in there for you. But, you know, people set up things in their garage, in their dining room. They, okay. do, all, they do all kind of things just to survive. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like easy. that's kind of like the biggest downfall. Like, obviously, everyone wants like a beautiful kitchen, but it's like, <laughs> you know, should I just schedule vacation for a month and, you know, not have to do anything at my house? To, to... We're used to working around people's schedules. So, yeah. so we're good with that because we, we only do remodel. We don't do any new construction. Okay. So we're used to being in people's homes in order to try to make that, you know, flow pretty easy for them. Okay. I, I like that. And I can appreciate that because I imagine it's, it's a big inconvenience. I mean, bathrooms as well, but generally most people have more than one bathroom, but most people don't have more than one kitchen. If <laughs> Not on the average, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the average home. It does happen. <laughs> so if I wanted to do something, um, and this was another question from a listener, if I wanted to do something just to kind of spruce up the space, I don't have a budget. I don't have a lot of money to do anything. What what do you think aesthetically is the easiest thing to do that's going to transform that kitchen space when you don't have a budget for a full remodel? So one of the things you'll do, you know, to kind of give a little bit um, pizzazz to the space is a, is a kitchen backsplash. Okay. So sometimes we'll go in and we'll remove the vanity top, I mean, the kitchen tops and put new tops in. Other times we come in and just do a kitchen splash for you. So it's, um, that is somewhere you can show a little bit of personality and also it just, it just brightens the space up and looks, I agree. looks a little more finished. Yeah. That's one of the problems that I have in my, in my current kitchen. And we'll kind of talk about that in, in a little bit, but I have, um, a, the, our house, um, the kitchen was a complete renovation before we moved in. So somebody bought the house from the, the, the lady that originally had this home. She passed away. It got in the hands of a contractor. So he tried to flip the house and he redid the kitchen and it's all, you know, contractor grade. I mean, that, we've been here a year and the tiles on the floor are already cracking in half. So it's definitely not high quality, not to my standards at least. But what they did, our countertops are granite and they're like black, like dark gray with like speckles of white in it. And then they put a really busy backsplash uh, with that. And it just makes the kitchen look smaller, I feel like, because there's no like color break. It's just busy, just busy, busy, busy. So I like that, you know, one of the simplest things that you can do is just change out that backsplash. 
Absolutely. So it, it is all about making sure everything ties together correctly. I mean, you know, you don't, you want to meet somebody's personality, but you still want it to, you know, kind of flow through there. So that's what we do here for you is we, we'll take into consideration, you know, what countertop you have, or do you want to replace that or just go back to with a simple um, backsplash? We're glad to help any way we can with that. That's awesome. Um, what, all right. So now I need, I need some funny stories. Tell me some of your craziest kitchen remodeling stories, because I had a listener send me a picture of a kitchen with carpet. Is that like, that feels really disgusting. <laughs> Tell me some of your craziest stories where you walked into somebody's kitchen and you were like, how have you lived like this? Well, I've never run into the, where they had the carpet in the kitchen. So um, that's, that's actually a pretty unique one. So yeah. I haven't heard that one before. We do about 125 to 150 bathroom and kitchen remodels a year. So we do quite a bit of volume. Um, I wish I could think of a really funny story. Um, and I honestly, I can't. Um, other than, you know, when we go in people's homes, you know, sometimes the, the way the kitchen is laid out is just very dysfunctional um, because the builders typically, you know, when they build a house, they build a beautiful house, but they're not necessarily great at designing the space. Right. So to make it functional. But yeah, I wish I could um, impress you with a really funny story <laughs> right now. And I'd love to do that, but I don't, I don't have a funny story about kitchens. How many, um, this is an issue that I've run into in the past when I, I, I've done some slight flooring work in my day of how many layers of linoleum when it's almost kind of like a game where people, you know, just keep putting layer on top of layer on top of layer. And then you get someone like me that's like, I don't want any of this. I want it all flat. And you just have to like peel back every single layer. It's, it's awful. Absolutely. So sometimes we go in a house and, you know, we can, you know, we may even lower the, the floor by an inch because people have just over years have just kept putting more flooring on top of it. And so we'll, we'll take it back down to where we need to, to where yeah. everything is supposed to be the correct level. So we have trip hazards nowadays and that kind of stuff, you know, you don't want somebody exactly. coming there and falling, getting hurt. And it's just no point having a floor of that thick. So we'll, we'll actually do it the correct way and actually take that back out for you. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably part of the problem in our kitchen because like I said, the, the original house was built in the forties. So there's just beautiful, you know, hardwood floors throughout the house and stuff. But then you get into the kitchen and it is like an inch higher than the rest of the floor and yeah. the flooring is cracked. So I have a feeling that underneath of that tile is a whole bunch, a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff that just needs to come out. It comes out pretty easily. So I mean, it's not a hard fix by any means. So it, it does come back, back easy. Awesome. Well, that's good to that know. Get it good for you. That's a project I think that I'm going to do over like the winter when it's like cold and I don't want to do <laughs> anything else. I understand. <laughs> so one of the questions, and we talked about this when we talked on the phone the other day about things that, you know, there's certain things that, that homeowners can do themselves. Like, you know, a homeowner can paint, a homeowner, if they're savvy enough, can probably do backsplash. It's not super difficult. But one that's of the perfect. things that scares me and I find um, really daunting and overwhelming is hanging cabinets. How do you hang cabinets so that they don't fall? And how much weight can my cabinets actually hold? Because I feel like, you know, with my crock pot in there and my dishes in there, like, is there a certain breaking point where my cabinets are just going to fall off the wall? Well, hanging cabinets is something I do not recommend homeowners do themselves. I no, mean, it's, definitely not. It, it's it's definitely a proper way of doing it. You know, you could you could screw through the the cabinet into a electrical wire, 
it, there's there's lots of you know potentials for for problems there but you do want to use the correct cabinet screws and there are there are cabinet screws out here that have a special washer on them in order to help support that cabinet. But yeah, you can, you should be able to load the average cabinet up fully up with, you know, lots of plates and glasses and that kind of stuff and not have any structural issues with that whatsoever. But you have to make sure it's the correct type of cabinet to go into that space too. Right. Um, but it, it'll hold a ton of weight. That's good to know. Cause I feel like I just keep adding stuff to my cabinets <laughs> and I'm like, one day this whole thing is just going to fall down. Not well, that have I have to be screwed have... into the studs. It has to be screwed into the studs. You can't just screw a cabinet to the sheetrock or use sheetrock anchors or anything of that nature. Right. I would imagine that would just that pull the wall down. That's correct. I mean, it yeah. has to be substantially you know, mounted correctly. Okay. Well, that's good to know. That's definitely <laughs> not something that I recommend uh, people doing on their own. But like I said, there are, you know, people can paint. That's not, you know, a complicated oh, sure. situation. And and backsplash, I mean, you can buy that stuff at Home Depot and Lowe's and it's it's fairly inexpensive and it's that's done it before. It's not, you know, a super terrible job. Yeah, but that's not rocket science by any means. It, it, it can be done. Yeah, there are certain things. And that one of those things is cabinets like that. That scares me because that's a lot of money that you put, I mean, not just the cost of like dishes and things, but if those cabinets fall down and if it's done improperly, I imagine the damage that it causes is far worse than paying someone like you, a real professional to come in and actually take care of it. That's correct. If the first cabinet is off and it's not set correctly, every cabinet adjacent to that, of course, is gonna be off. So right. you got a, you, what you thought was gonna be a beautiful kitchen, turned out to where it's just kind of like a makeshift kitchen and just doesn't um, show the way you want it to show. So right. hire a professional, whether it be me or, or someone else. And we def definitely recommend homeowners to hire professional hand cabinets. Okay. Good deal. I do too. I agree. hundred um, percent. Okay. So here is an, an issue that I'm working on and, and I've alluded to this a little bit. One of my uh, projects. So I have taken on quite a few projects in my home. Um, I'm remodeling my attic right now. It was completely unusable space. And now I've made it into like, it, there's air conditioning up there now, which is super exciting. So I take, uh, I, I just, I love doing these kinds of things. So the next thing that I want to kind of work on is my kitchen, because like I've said, I hate the backsplash. The paint is awful. The floor is chipping. But one of the things that I would really like to do is move um, my island. Is that like a difficult, I imagine that's really heavy because it's got like a granite countertop. Is that like a doable thing or is where it is, is it just attached there forever? Um, all depends on you if the, if the flooring's put around it, if you need to take the flooring up, which I believe you said you want to take the flooring up yeah. to start with. Yeah, moving the island is not that difficult. Again, that's not something I would recommend a homeowner to tackle themselves. But for us as professionals, we do it every day. So it's actually a fairly inexpensive, easy item to move. Okay. The, um, I think the floor goes underneath. From what I can tell, it does not look like the uh, tiles were cut at the floor at the island so it looks like they probably put all the flooring down and then put the island on top so i don't even know is that is that the, even the right way to do that i feel like it's not um we typically would um set our islands and actually tile around it or put a hardwood floor around it but you know sometimes in different situations um depending on it um we're like hardwood floor sometimes the island will sit right on top of the hardwood floor then in case you ever want to change it out you still actually have flooring underneath that 
So that's the advantage of having that there. But with that, then of course we want to go through and actually space all the other cabinets up to the same height. That way your island height is the same height as the rest of your cabinets. That's right. important. Okay, that makes sense. And now I the flooring also goes underneath of our cabinets. Is that like a normal thing? That's not normal. So most most cabinets or the, going around the perimeter of the room would actually be spaced up to the correct height of the floor and then mounted. Um, and then the floor goes up to it. Uh, for one, you can, it's easier to level the cabinet when the flooring's underneath it. So right. it makes it a little, makes it a little bit easier. Some houses are, are really off level, which is, which is pretty normal. But if it's more than three quarters of an inch off level, it's very important to mount those cabinets first and always know your, your high and low points of your floor. Okay. I think that's, that's part of the issue. I mean, the house was built in the forties. So like literally nothing here is like level or even. Absolutely. Or street. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no way it can be at this point. It's just, yeah. um, but you know, houses built in the 40 are, are great houses because they were, they were built correctly to, to begin with. So you got a right. good foundation underneath you. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we absolutely love about this house. Like it definitely has good bones. I hear that a lot. Like, you know, the, a lot of the newer prefab houses or, you know, they put them up in days. Right. It just doesn't seem very sturdy to me, but my, right. my house is definitely sturdy. Um, yeah. but it leans, you know, the whole floor just kind of, yeah, that's, that's no, and we can straighten those kind of things out too. So I mean, it's actually a fairly easy process to do that. So it's okay. not an expensive item to do that by any means. Well, that's all good information to know because I'm over here trying to figure out why in the world I have tile underneath of my cabinets because I didn't think that was a thing. I've tiled floors before. I helped my dad in a project years ago uh, tiling a floor and we definitely didn't go underneath of the cabinets. So I'm thinking that's probably um, just one of those contractor things. They had someone to come in and lay the tile and they just did the whole floor and then they just set everything on top of it. Contractors do find that easier. So they, they'll just, you know, take a quick fix and say, okay, this is what it will do. But we want to make sure we always do it the right way. We want longevity for you. So the, right. the, the kitchen and the bathrooms that we remodel should outlast the home. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we're all about. Okay. Well, that is definitely some good information um, to know. And you also do, and we'll touch a little bit on this. You also do bathrooms too. What part of, do you do the entire bathroom tiling the whole nine as well yes ma'am we do so uh, i do have a lot of people that um i have run into that do have carpet in their bathrooms yeah. you mentioned about carpet in the kitchens uh, i never again i've never seen it in the kitchen but we run into bathrooms all the time of course you know that's a that's a really really bad idea because of <laughs> bacteria and it's, it could just be really really gross so um, but yeah we do the whole thing in the bathroom we, we move the plumbing we move the electrical we do as little or as much as you want us to Walk-in showers are very popular. Um, yeah. Not so much walk-in bathtubs. I know there was a time in the you know 80s, early 90s where people were walking, you know, had walk-in bathtubs. But walk-in showers is some something that everybody will use every single day, typically. And yeah. we make awesome shower stalls. But the key with us is we're we're a waterproof company, so we want to make sure that the shower stall is completely waterproof before we lay tile. So it's, it's important in the, the, the grout that we use. We don't use a standard grout. So a standard grout is concrete grout and mm -hmm. that will absorb um, moisture. Um, you have bacteria grow through it. You have mold, mildew. With the grout that we use, you do not have that issue. Um, so people typically love tile. They hate grout. Um, we have a grout that people will absolutely love. The bathroom should look the same 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, it should not be something that you just love for six months and you can't stand because of the grout. We don't let that happen. Well, and that's a hard thing. And I have that problem in my kitchen and in my bathroom. Cause again, I don't know that 
the shower definitely or the bathtub has not been remodeled ever um the the bathroom they did they put some new tile down and, and new vanity and things but um but the grout it's just gross like it's one of those things where you can scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub but you know there's 80 years worth of stuff in there that's right and it's all grown from behind the scenes so it's it's, it's on the bottom side of that grout that you just cannot clean well the grout that we use is more of a synthetic grout so you're not gonna have that issue you know 100% of water goes down the drain. Nothing seeks down into the um, grout because we're using a waterproof grout. I like that. I like that because I think that that is a big, a big misconception that supplies that you use for one room can also be used in other rooms. And that's Absolutely. not necessarily the case. You know, I, I, I tiled a floor in our, we have a family room and had carpet when we got here and I ripped the carpet up and put new tile down, but I wouldn't use the grout from that room, you know, in my kitchen. My kitchen is going to see a lot more water. It's going to see a lot more foot traffic. It's going to see, you know, food spills, kids, you know, that it's totally different. Well, when you're looking to hire a contractor, of course, one of the things to keep in mind is you make sure they're using quality materials right. and make sure, you know, they actually know what they're doing. So, I mean, you have to compare both. You know, if you have quality materials, but somebody doesn't really know what they're doing with it, it doesn't work and vice versa. I mean, if you have somebody that, you know, is really good at their trade, but yet is not keeping up with, you know, what's available out here to make the cleaning process easier for bathrooms and kitchens. I mean, that's what you really want. You don't want to have to be worried about struggling to clean that bathroom and kitchen. Um, you just want to make sure it's sanitary, but yeah. we take the extra steps to make sure it's easy to maintain for you. And, and that's awesome. And I can appreciate that. The one, the one product though, and I will give this product a shout out because I absolutely love it. Um, the one thing that I found that actually cleans my 80 year old bathroom is barkeeper's friend. Do you know this? <laughs> I do. Yes. I love that yeah. stuff. I, it cleans everything other than granite. It says, don't put it on your granite yeah, countertop. I never have. I don't know what happens when you do, and I'm not willing to make that a, an experiment, but I love some barkeepers friends. That stuff is awesome. Well, with our, with our tiles that we put in and our grout that we put in the bathrooms, you will not no longer need that um, barkeepers friend. So I'm excited to tell you that um, there's easier, softer products that you can use. That's less scrubbing that you'll need to do yeah. um, in order to maintain that bathroom. Awesome. But yeah, if you have an older bathroom or an older kitchen, barkeepers friend, um, barkeepers is definitely your good, good friend on that. Oh yeah. That stuff is amazing. All right, Mike, uh, if people want to find you, how do they find you? So we are in the Shore Pump area. Our address is 11530 West Broad Street, Suite A. We have a large sign up on the front, side, and back. We are directly across from the movie theater in the Shore Pump Shopping Center. Okay. They can also reach us by phone number 804-277-3885, or you can contact us on the internet at sales at trinityrenovationsinc.com. That's perfect. Thank you, Mike, so much today for your time. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot Thank about you. kitchens and what I'm I'm not supposed to be doing. Don't well, get us out there and, and let us cabinet. help you. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. Get us out there and let us help you. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to do that. Well, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe here. At Home with Hunter, new episodes every other Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. You can follow along on all my processes of projects that I've got going on on the internet at She Is Hunter on both Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you soon.